Hey, hey guys. guys. <laughs> I hate the hey guys. guys. But there's no other way to say. There's no other way. Hello. Good evening. Yeah, whatever. Good, Good evening. evening. It is the evening. This is the evening news. We've got a unique episode this week, guys. <laughs> yeah, let's just jump into let's it. Let's just today. jump in. I'm ready in. to go. I'm ready. I just can't, I just can't wait any longer. Why do we ever keep secrets from each other? Ever. Rare. It's a complete rarity. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so what what's the premise for today, Tony? Okay, today we're doing a wild card episode where we didn't pick a topic to like um unify. No overarching our, yeah. theme. Yeah. Yes. So we just kind of went in. I picked something and Julia picked something. It could have been a movie, a band, a show. You know, our normal things. Anything. Our normal things. But it's just whatever we wanted in pop culture. Yes. And we didn't tell each other. So now, So this live. is a complete surprise. I know. Live. Oh, live. Coming to you now. live. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, do it first. Do you want to? No, I think you should go You think first. I should? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. Or we could rock, paper, scissors it out. Okay. At best two out of three. <laughs> Yes. When's the last time we played rock paper scissors? Let's do that. <laughs> I think we we have ever. Let's go and shoot. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Fuck. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Fuck me. Okay, so I go first. If you want to, I can also. I don't really care. <laughs> I kind of want you to go. Okay, I'll go. That was the point of that. We just wanted to play rock paper scissors. Like that was it. And then I lost. How was I so bad? I don't know. You suck. <laughs> like there's any tactic to it. <laughs> complete chance yeah <laughs> all right okay my wild card topic is you said this is something you have never talked about with me i don't think so i'm not saying it's something i'm like it's not something i'm like passionate about but it's something interesting oh, that i find i'm very passionate about mine okay i'm not super passionate but i'm it's interesting and it covers a lot of different territory okay fuck get into it it's something we haven't talked about okay i feel like yours is gonna be like normal no it's okay, not good. <laughs> I was like, if yours is normal, this is going to be a weird time. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. Mine is the internet horror legend, Slender Man. <laughs> no! <laughs> this is going to be the weirdest ever. Okay, good. Once you hear mine. Okay, yes. Oh, my God. Slender Man. So, so first, I want to start off asking you, what do you know about Slender Man? Um, okay, I remember it being, like, an internet sensation. Like, I remember YouTube videos about it because mm-hmm. I would watch creepypasta videos. Yep. And it was a creepypasta video. Yep. And I was, like, actually really scared of it. But it was, like, a, and then there was a game. There was also a Slenderman mm-hmm. video game, right? Mm-hmm. I think I, like, played that on PC or something at one point. Yep. Because my friend and I, like, in middle school, elementary and middle school, we were just in, like, that weird shit, you know? So, we're, like, oh, especially yeah. once the internet came around, we were, like, oh. it was right. in our hands and we were we were going. You'd right. come around and it's, like more accessible because i feel like when we were younger it was yeah. like you it, like going on the internet playing internet games was like yeah you would do that but it, like once youtube was like a big thing then it was like oh the internet was crazy crazy so that's when i like i heard of it and then the two girls that yep. killed their friend i remember that how old were we when that happened we were the same age as them because oh it was 2014 and they were 12 yeah, so I, like, remember, I remember that. that. It's been, like, really scary, and I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, like, a talk amongst people our age who were like, but it was Slenderman. Like, it was more of, like, we didn't really understand the, like, seriousness of it. Oh, like, totally. Yeah, we're like, but it was uh, Slenderman! Yeah, we're like, oh, my God, but Slenderman, like, told them to <laughs> do, do it. And then it's like, okay, guys, well. Dude, actually, it's way darker no. than, yeah, it's yeah. way darker. Well, I'm gonna get into all of that. Oh, fuck, I'm so excited. Okay, so, if you don't know who Slenderman is, he is a mythical internet-created creature Who's super tall, really skinny, slender. <laughs> slender, slender man. <laughs> slender one would say. <laughs> he wears a black suit and has a blank face. No face. 
no expression, nothing. Blankness, white. <laughs> okay? He can appear like just this. like that, or he can stretch his arms at will super long. But he has also, like, tentacles can, like, protrude from his oh, back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And make him, like, okay, super tall. Okay, are they, like, octopus tentacly, or are they, like, like um, like, phantom-y, kind of? Oh. I would say more, like, octopus-y. But not, like, <laughs> <laughs> octopus-y. More They're like just sort of, like, arms. Like. Yeah, yeah, like, snake-like. That's a good, okay. yeah, that's good. Okay. So, so you guys have a picture in your Yeah, exactly. Right <laughs> if you were on the internet between the years of 2010 to 2014, even beyond that, you know Slenderman, or you, you know. should, especially yeah. if you're, like, Gen Z. Yeah. Um, it, it was just, like, such an internet phenomenon, really and I wanted was. to talk about this because we don't really talk about internet lore and internet history. No, and you, you were talking about that <laughs> so much, because why... What were we doing? Oh, we were watching um, old fucking, YouTube. Yeah, we were watching like Charlie yes. Horn and um, and we could do a whole whatever. episode about that annoying yeah, yeah. orange shit like that. Yeah, peanut butter jelly time, <laughs> guys. Like we old YouTube <laughs> crazy frog, bro. Crazy frog. The crazy frog video is crazy. Oh my remember god. Remember we watched that? We were like, wait, I don't remember. What I it's know like, the yeah, duck song. So funny. Yes. Yeah, there is so many like. Early YouTube was such a big part of my childhood, and yeah. it was just, like, this crazy, weird, random thing. So strange. So, so strange. I wanted to talk about that. Like, we don't really talk about internet, and that's obviously a huge part of pop culture, but this also <coughs> goes into video games, it goes into movies, it goes into all kinds of content all creation serious. on the internet, You're so right. and it eventually led to a real-life crime, which really shows how, like, internet phenomenon, like, phenomena, excuse me, <laughs> internet phenomena. <laughs> <laughs> Can have real world implications. Oh, every day, mm-hmm. every day. Like I exactly. don't think we're aware of it, but the internet really has a like strong grip on our generation. And oh just, my like, god, the thoughts we have, the different trends, like just crazy random shit. Like yes. it's, it's insane. So I was like, this is the time to get into this. Also, it's still related to spookiness because we're still kind of in the spooky season a little yeah. bit in my mind. In a forum on the comedy site, something awful. A user known as Victor Surge. His real name is Eric Knudsen, posts a pair of black and white images from the 1980s and claims they were found in the library of a small town. This was in 2009, by the way. So the images show a tall, dark, menacing figure in the background of images of children playing on a playground or just like being out. They're fake photos. They're not actually real photos. Um, they're all know? photoshopped. Oh, okay, okay. Because the whole reason he did that was because he was like entering them on this a competition where you like edit photos to make them look paranormal and just put them in there and super vague caption like was just like these kids are still missing now like the photographer and the kids are still missing depictions of like slender man's villainy like change from story to story so like there's people say like he impales his victims against trees he disembowels them he keeps their guts in bags like these are just theories (laughs) Notoriously, he's known to stalk victims to the edge of madness and also kidnap children. There's an emphasis on that children. That was a big thing, like kids, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nudson later revealed in the interview that his inspirations for the character were Cthulhu from wow. Lovecraft's, oh H.P. Lovecraft's tentacled monster from the call of Cthulhu. Hello, listen Guys, to our last episode. Yeah, we're always plugging because everything, <laughs> all these fucking episodes connect. We connect, and we don't even mean to. No, pop culture is just that way. <laughs> Guys. Oh. 
um, Stephen King's stories, short mm-hmm. stories, the surreal imaginings of William S. Burroughs, listen to our Beat Authors episode. Oh, yeah, we did touch on Burroughs, we didn't cover him, but... Yeah, we, we touched he's, he's on around. him. Yeah. And survival horror games like Silent Hill and Resident Evil. But, like, as an urban legend, it always, like, Slenderman has always, like, towed the line between the real and the unreal. And I was reading this article about, um, it was a BBC article, about mm-hmm. folklore versus fake lore. So... Oh, just, like, made-up shit. Right. So, folklore, genuine folklore is said to develop organically from stories passed about by ordinary people. Slenderman is cited as an example of fake lore, which is a story spuriously, spuriously created as if based on genuine tradition, where it's sort of hard to tell, is it, this is really based on some kind of genuine tradition, or is it just kind of invented? There must be a Blair Witch. It was invented. Yeah. Yeah. Slenderman Blair Witch. Exactly. Yeah. So... Anyway, Victor Surge creation led to a surge of creative posts about Slenderman. People were like, oh my god, like, this shit rules. Like, people were on top That's of this for so some reason. Weird. They just found it so interesting, just, like, so creepy. And again, he was also on, he became, he was, like, appearing on, like, Creepypasta Wiki mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. these, like, spooky horror sites and stuff like that. So people started making, like, um, their own posts about him. They started, like, inserting him into hieroglyphics and, like, faux 16th century German wood cuts i guess like putting him into history creating history around him basically around this character giving him lore because he didn't have any lore it was like he's like a blank canvas and people just went crazy people like i mean yeah that's what the internet internet is for though exactly imaginations run wild exactly it's all open to where it's like you're doing too much right i've gotten some wattpad fan fiction that Mm. i wish i'd never read (laughs) oh me too (laughs) oh me too me too people do too much no they do too much it's like run rampant on the, yeah. on the, wild, the yeah. world wide web the wild west the web <sighs> literally <laughs> they even wrote like fake news articles like fake police reports it's um, like modern day blair witch guys listen to our fucking found footage episode dude, that's exactly like, honestly it's similar to that that's crazy and that is all fake lorification if you will two students at the university of alabama were even inspired to make a web series about slenderman on youtube called marble hornets which came out in 2009 and this is very Blair Witch, like, paranormal activity vibe. Mm-hmm. It was shot with, like, a cheap home video camera. And it begins with, like, a film student abandoning a project for reasons un- unknown. And then his friend, like, finds the footage and, like, goes through it. And basically, it becomes evident that Slenderman was stalking the filmmaker. That's and, so, like, Cannibal Holocaust, too. <laughs> like, right? that's crazy. I know. And there was over 97 episodes total, and it became, like, a cult favorite on 97? YouTube. 97? Yeah. It How became, like, a viral series. make 97 episodes on that premise? Dude, I don't know. They they got deep into the lore. Like, there was, like, all kinds of shit happening. Good I've never watched it. But um, Roger Ebert, the famous fucking critic... Oh, my God. ...even tweeted about it, calling it a forsaken indie film meets paranormal. Roger Ebert is, like, the king of, like, film criticism. Dude, I know. Like, and I'm not, like, a film bro or anything, but, like, I just know that name from yeah. being around. That's I crazy. Know. I know. And even he was like, this is kind of good on YouTube. So it's also, like, intersecting with wow. the time when YouTube started to become a really popular medium for people to do creative things on. So other web series and blogs, fan art, stories, posts, everything started to come out about Slenderman. And they appeared on sites like Creepypasta Wiki, Unfiction, 4chan all these sites so it blew up went crazy and as i mentioned earlier like creators would always put their own little spin on centerman each time because victor surge's original character had so much had so little lore 
So it really became a blank canvas for, like, online storytelling, but also just, like, people's fears. Yeah, just, like, up to interpretation. Yeah, a right. reflection. A reflection of their fears. Because some people be like, Nearing. he was, like, a nuclear, like, there was some kind of, like, incident, and he's, like, some monster. Oh. <laughs> oh, that scary. Or they think he's like, a, he's, like, an alien, or some people think he's just, like, some some dude you know Ooh. like there's all kinds spirit. of theories spirit. A spirit. Yeah. spirit then a video game called slender came out in 2012 mm-hmm. which was later changed that. and expanded into slender the eight pages which is where in it the like the players you walk around a scary forest at night very blair Witch yes vibes. i played that me too and I you remember. collect it so, pages it was so scary i know it was a phenomenon out, like that was crazy i know you 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 go around collecting scattered oh pages with like increasingly disturbing messages yes. and then you run into slender man who who like jump scares you every now and again and if you get you can like run away from him if you see him but like if he gets too close to you he'll like pull out his tendrils and then like Bleh! no that literally just unlocked that memory for me like yeah. you saying that the pages thing i was like oh my god the eight yeah pages. and then you'd like see him and you try to run away and you're like, Fuck! Oh no because everyone was playing this i remember i learned about it from pewdiepie because i used to be a pewdiepie watcher <laughs> He, ma- he was the one who really popularized it because he made a YouTube video playing the game. He was huge. He was I think he's still big on YouTube. Like, he he's is. Cr- I think crazy. so. I don't watch it anymore. But I used to be like, yeah, dude. Fuck <laughs> um, That's how I was introduced to Slenderman. And then I also like, I always played it on my iPod Touch. Oh my God. <laughs> like the phone version. Yeah, we played We'd it on like, the iPod. We'd be like, guys, iPad. let's play Slenderman. Like, yeah. let's play Slenderman. We'd get all We would always out. play... Like, me and my, like, childhood friend, we would play Minecraft in that game, like, on on, on her iPad. Slay. <laughs> no, and, ev- like, it was just, like, such a phenomenon. It was crazy. Like, everybody and their mother was talking about that fucking game. Yeah. It was the spooky activity. Um, and then Slender the Arrival, another um, big-budget Slenderman game, came out in 2013 as a sequel to Eight Pages. And it actually had a plot because the first one, like, does not have a plot. No, no plot. <laughs> You're just running around, like, and, like, always inevitably getting caught by Slenderman. Yeah. Anyway. For the spooks. Just for the shits and the spooks. Yeah. Um, as Thunderman continued to grow in popularity, he went from a niche, like, subculture internet legend to, like, kind of a goofy, like, unserious mainstream commodity in a way. Like, people started making vines, memes, like, yeah, cheesy yeah. merch, like, plushies. He really just got commodified. Yeah, as he does. As everything does in America. Right. It just became very mainstream, which sort of, like, diminished the ominousness of him yeah yeah and like he also like became like remember when people were like calling him slendy <laughs> that was like his affectionate name in like slendy. the in like the meme universe it was yeah. like slendy <laughs> so fucking like weird. he sort of just became a meme yeah so harmless right relatively harmless until <laughs> may 2014 so two 12 year old girls in a suburb of milwaukee wisconsin lured their friend into the woods to play hide-and-seek the morning after a sleepover. They then stabbed her 19 times, attempting to kill her as a sacrifice for Slenderman so that they could become his proxies. What the fuck? Where are 12-year-olds? Like, how did you get to that point? Isn't that crazy? How impressionable are kids? The victim miraculously survived because the stabbing, like, missed multiple arteries, so she was good, thank God. That is crazy. I know, she was really lucky. Oh, my God. 19, um, 19 times i, I know mean, i guess they're kids like they're probably not i kids. think they didn't Stabby. go deep enough yeah if yeah. it had just gone deeper she like just a little bit deeper she would have died oh my God. and they just missed some of the arteries but 19 because it was also in her arms and her legs arms legs stomach it's really really Ugh. messed up 
Anyway, up. she made a full recovery. She's fine now. I watched an interview with her. Really fascinating. Wow. The girls who did the stabbing were found walking along the side of the road and were taken into police custody, and they seemed super calm, like, unconcerned. You can watch videos of them being questioned by the police online. It's really interesting. You think they would be, like, crying? Like... Right? No, they were just, like, they were just, like, matter-of-fact, like, explaining what happened. One of the girls believed that if they didn't kill their friend as a sacrifice of Slenderman, he would kill their families. So they felt they had to do it. And they seem like... Where did they get that, though? I know. They seem genuinely convinced that he was, like, influencing them and he was real. He was, like, a real thing. Um, so both girls were sentenced to psychiatric hospitals for 25 to 40 years. And oh, Morgan... Yeah. I know. Morgan Geyser, who's the one that kind of orchestrated the whole thing, she's the one that said, we have to do this or else he's going to kill our families. She was later diagnosed with early onset schizophrenia. Okay, yeah. Because she yeah. always believed she had mind control capabilities and that she could communicate with fictional characters. Oh, that's just sad. So I think that's what it is like, is that oh. she what just had schizophrenia and, and genuinely thought that Slenderman was real. Yeah, yeah. And was led to do this and then sort of just kind of convinced her other friend. I think her other friend sense. did have a part in it as well. Like, yeah, was but willing probably to... was like, I mean, you are impressionable as like a 12-year-old. And right. like, you know... You believe yeah. a lot of what your friends believe. Yeah, you're like, you know? dude, you must be fucking right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So this God, case obviously yeah. blew up. I remember hearing about it everywhere. It, it was, was crazy. It was like it was it so like, disturbing. But like it was like the nail in the coffin of like the Slenderman joke. Exactly. It was like this it was isn't like, funny anymore. This isn't funny. Like we're done. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It made parents really terrified of Slenderman, and they demanded to know why this fictional character. Because parents didn't understand. No, like, exactly. They were like, what the fuck do you mean this thing on the internet? Yep. Like they, they were no confused. Idea. They didn't understand the <gasps> meme, the meme culture of it all. They didn't understand any. They of were it. just like, this fictional character is inspiring children to attempt murder. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, like what? And it's like that's not what. I mean, it is. there's more. Yeah, because obviously, like I didn't exactly. even know the girl had like. Obviously, it makes sense that she had like a mental con- disorder, but it's mm-hmm. like. You you didn't hear that in the stories almost. No. It was like you just got caught wind of like, oh, this is what happened. And like, you know, these two girls are just like influenced by the internet. It was like, okay, yeah, well, there's more to that. Exactly. Obviously, there's so much but more. people like that was, I didn't even know until now. So, dude, I what know. The fuck? And I remember hearing about it when I was 12 and because we were the same age as the girls. And I just remember being like, oh, that's fucked up and scary. But also, like, I was more like, oh my God, creepy. Like, Slender Man made them do it. Not that I, I, know, I ever thought yeah. Slender Man was real, but I was just like, whoa well it was i was like a, a kid that thing. did believe in like paranormal shit so it's not like i believed in slenderman i mean i might have at the beginning because like it, you know, it yeah. was like that thing with like blair witch where like is this real is it not and yeah. when you're like fucking 10 it years old you're like i don't know it could be <laughs> you like want to believe it's like real kind of because like creepy, yeah well you, you know? don't know how to do the 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 right the research yeah we either. have media literacy at yeah 10 i wasn't like old. i'm just like i should check the i lore. should fact check yeah like what yeah this doesn't seem like a reliable source. Like, I wasn't right. thinking that. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, indubitably, Slenderman's <laughs> reputation really soured. And the fear is revived around him, but in a completely different way for a completely different reason. And it sort of created, like, a moral panic about creepypastas and just, mm-hmm. like, the dark things available online. Oh, my God. It's gotten so much worse. I know. It's gotten so much worse. And I think, like, the crux of the parents' fear, because they actually wanted to, like, ban creepypasta wiki at one point. The, the the crux of that, I think, is, like, just the fear of the internet and the fact that, like, your kids can be looking at stuff that you have no idea what's on there and your kids are so impressionable. So, like, no, you have crazy. no idea what they have access to. And obviously there's some really fucked up dark shit on there. And I, that's a valid fear to me. I can understand yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, I get that. I don't even know how my parents, like, 
navigated that because like know. my parents never really had restrictions i mean we're similar you know yeah we but it was also that. like the onset of internet of the internet so people didn't parents didn't know what the fuck was on there but the, the, the fact that they tried to ban creepypasta it's like come on it's the same sort of argument that like they make when it's like violent video games make censorship do violent stuff yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah. that is not true that's just if there's a bad apple like sours the bunch you know what mm-hmm, i mean it's mm-hmm. just like someone who obviously you have to have other stuff going on to to do violent things after you've played exactly. a violent video game. it's that like nature versus nurture thing and sometimes right. it is just something that's like already there you know right. it is in the nature of it of like well this is already a condition a disorder that they had mm-hmm. and something is gonna bring that out regardless, regardless. you know so it's right. like it's not always the video games it's not that fault exactly it's not the fault of the media itself yeah and that's basically what creepypasta wiki said because they had to issue a statement because they were getting so much backlash they had to like make the argument that the content is fictional and that it was an isolated incident and that if they tried to ban creepypasta it baby it's like basically banning horror as a genre yeah because it's just a forum for literature for horror literature yeah so they would have to basically put restrictions or not even restrictions just like cancel all of wattpad too yeah you know what i mean because that was also an internet scary. site with with stories yeah it's the same thing just because one is scary and right. one is like normal doesn't mean or that. ban like scary stories to tell in the dark or like just just horror literature generally yeah you could say that yeah. that's dark and twisted and inspired my kid it's not the it's not the media itself it's, it's well the that's, kid. that's honestly really com- like gets to like a complex right argument isn't it really fascinating? Wow. Because I, I mean, I do get like where they're coming from though. Because I'm yeah. like, that is terrifying that you, you don't know what's on the internet. And I know I was seeing weird shit on the internet. Oh yeah. And I was Sour very fingers? young, and that has affected us for sure. <laughs> yeah. We, you can tell your kids has affected that watch us. fucking salad fingers. <laughs> like you, you know. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, Victor Surge also had to issue like a short response, and he's given no media interviews about it since. Like. Based Basically, he was like, I wouldn't Fuck either. This. I'm I gone. wouldn't either. Yeah, like, he was like, dude, I don't want to be associated with I w- this shit. Like, he was harmless. Like, he's just, I know. this is his art. Like, he just, like, put out he this just thing. just made this little thing, and then, like, he had no idea what it would become. crazy. So, anyway, that is a really interesting can of worms. That really is. Many low-budget Slenderman movies later came out, which were always regarded as in poor taste, because it was like, why... Like, after that point, after that, that was the nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it okay, been. <laughs> this isn't fun anymore. This isn't, like, it's not a meme anymore, really, because it's completely sour. It's not a this. fun little spooky thing. Yeah, it's, just it's like, like, you're too late. Now. Like, you should have yeah. done it during the height of it, but now yeah. no one wants to see Slenderman anymore. You lost your chance. Yeah, it's right. over. Um, there was an HBO documentary called Beware the Slenderman, which came out in 2016, and it chronicles the facts of the stabbing and, like, shows mm. testimony from the parents and the girls involved, and that's really interesting. I have not watched it, but I watched a ton of YouTube videos. So, yeah, lots of terrible movies, but the worst movie that came out was in 2018 called Slenderman. It was a big-budget movie starring Joey King. Oh, my God. <laughs> if she's fucking involved in anything, it's bad. It's bad. Anyway, that really drove the nail in the coffin. Like, because nobody gave a fuck anymore. First of all, it was 2018. Who was thinking yeah, about him? Yeah, what? And it also, like, had, like, parallels to, like, the real-life stabbing, uh, which was, like, just disrespectful. Uh, and the families yeah. even came out and were like, you're just capitalizing off of a tragedy No, now. literally. Like, that's just literally. disrespectful. So, like, regarded horribly. As terrible. Good. And everybody was over it. Like, really, the, the rise and fall of Slenderman was, like, 20, 2009 to 2014. Yeah, right and when that incident that, happened, it was done. And it now it's done. a dead meme. It's, yeah. like, you look back on it, it's a, it's it's history. Isn't that crazy? It's history, baby. 
but there's so much in the internet that's like that though that's just I like know. wow do you remember like it's just like all of these, eras like, and, yeah. they, and trends and they go by so quickly and just like things that everybody was like talking about and then not at all even like tiktok sounds you know what i mean like I oh do you remember that was like a big tiktok sound like last year like what i know what is that but it's so arbitrary like what does that I mean know. and it's, it's so and it's so like finite they too. should have more like college courses on like internet culture and like the impact of it like that would be so interesting i like, know i'm like super interested in it now like no. especially seeing tiktok and where that's at because it's that tiktok is like the new youtube you know what i mean there's yeah, influencers totally. on there people are all on it they all watch it like mm-hmm. for our generation at least it's like it has become it's that. evolved into that and then like yeah. then if you like a content creator then you can go to their youtube and they usually have like longer videos stuff like that you know if you're into that mm-hmm. but it's just crazy to think like just just how tiktok af- affects our generation and people are on it and just like i don't know it's just like there's so much to dissect with right well we're we're like just constantly surrounded by so much content and it's like moving so fast and we're just overloaded with it and it's so this is like going kind of down a rabbit hole but like i'm enjoying it yeah have you seen it because like i wasn't on tiktok for probably the past six to eight months like I was just like I got to a point with it like some people I like watching like I there's a lot of like runners on there that I like and they have like tips for like marathon trainings when I was marathon training I like watched a lot of those Mm -hmm. it's just like kind of nice like you get whatever tips stuff like that so I took a break though because I was just like this is not making me feel good so I just stopped doing it yeah but then I recently got back on it because I'm want to have our our tiktok set up for the podcast Mm -hmm. but then I was just on there and I was like it because it is addictive like you go you scroll and then you're like You know, you're totally. like, this is kind of fun. Any like, I liked media. it. But it's so much of just, like, you can just go on there and you, you know, not everyone's going to, like, blow up and, like, have a platform, but you can say whatever you want. Like, there's people on there, no. like, so much on, like, dating advice or this or that. And it's, like, some people are actually qualified to, like, give that advice, but some, some people, people aren't. And then there's been this whole thing recently on TikTok about Emma Chamberlain's podcast and about influencers and, like, what they say and how people take that as, like, you know, it's one yeah. person's experience, but people take that, like, so seriously. Yeah. And so many people have given her backlash about her, like, podcast and how it's just an echo chamber for her to, like, hear herself speak. Oh! No, seriously, though. And, like, a so lot of that true. on the internet is like that. And it's no. just, like, the, the internet, influencer culture and all, it just blows my mind. It's given everyone a soapbox. And it's yeah, made yeah. everyone think that they're, it's kind of like a main character syndrome thing. Like, they it think is. that they're important. They think that people want to hear their thoughts. But really, it's just them wanting to hear it. No, seriously. Like, and sometimes I really value that. I'm like, wow, I like, there's certain people on TikTok where I'm like, I like to hear what you have to say, and, like, I almost, like, it's this weird kind of parasocial thing where I'm, like, I kind of look up to you like a big sister, but I'm not going to, like, go to her and, like, form this, like, intensely parasocial relationship where I'm, like, I, yes. whatever you, like, people have done with Emma Chamberlain, where it's, like, mm-hmm. everything you say and do is, like, my Bible. I live by that. Right. I want to be exactly like you. It's, like, right. people take it really far. I know. And the whole influencer thing is just, like, crazy to me. That's that people why, make money off of yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like, and I've talked about this in, like, classes I've taken here about, like, the need for, I think, people to have, like, media literacy classes. No, so that everyone needs everyone, that. Yeah. That needs to be implemented now. With I think that... the age we're in with the internet and yeah. the, with the amount, the sat, the oversaturation of content, you need to be able to distinguish what's real, what isn't, if you should share your opinion or not. And basically just, like, yeah, yeah. Right? Doing the research before you say things and also mm-hmm. taking everything with a grain of salt. Like, that's exactly. basic, that basic is that. It's, like someone says this thing or like you know i think it's great that people are out there like using their voice and just even if it's just little things like a tarot reading that they're doing on a tiktok or like whatever but like people 
take that as just fact or like this is this is the truth of right. life and it's like well you you need to understand where they're coming from you need to do exactly. your research on stuff like yeah there's just a lot to it and I think with the whole TikTok thing about people I don't know and just like internet in general like fact checking and what's real and what's not mm-hmm. I think if like you it would be cool if there's like a thing where like if you download TikTok or something like that download certain apps you have to take a course or like have to do yeah even like a quick slide through Honestly. I'm like here's three tabs on your phone about media literacy and what it is yeah easy as that you know Seriously. what I mean like before you download the app like that would yeah. be an amazing thing for TikTok and all social media apps to implement of like you know when you download it they give you like the, the tour like the tutorial mm-hmm. with that is like here's a little blurb about media literacy no literally it's and like people might not read it but then like okay whatever but they're doing their job as like an outlet and as a platform to like yeah you know exactly because it also like that prevents like misinformation and just all the problems we have with the internet now and with social media and it goes back to this too where it's like things on the internet that can be totally harmless can be taken in a way that lead to real life crimes and real life things going on Mm -hmm. so it's just like so powerful and i feel like we all regard it as like this fun silly little thing and it is it can be but it's also like there there's just so many so many layers to it and i really think people need to like be educated about it especially since like we're the first generation that has like really grown up with the internet and seen the way it's changed so quickly and in such different ways like we that has really had an effect on us. And we're like, the test dummies, for sure. We're the test dummies. Yeah. And so it, it's something that, like, we're the most, also kind of the most educated about because we've experienced it firsthand. That's, yeah, it's So crazy. it's just, there's just so much there. There's so much there. Yeah. So there was no further hype media content, Good. nothing on the mythos of Slenderman. The mythos. <laughs> I, like, pulled so many, like, words. It's so funny. I love that. It's, like, such a college word to say. Like, the mythos, mythos of Slenderman. <laughs> um, but just to go into his legacy a little bit, obviously he's a dead meme, but, like, few other internet-created characters were, like, such viral pop culture phenomenons, also controversial phenomenons, because mm-hmm. he was very controversial at one point. And he impacted the internet culture in a huge way, arose conversations about the nature of internet horror, internet use in general. Yeah. And even though, like, he's now just, like, a relic of the past, his influence is still seen in internet and analog horror today. So. Damn, yeah. And also just, like, our fucking brains, no, dude. No, literally. Like, you know? everyone knows. Everyone knows about him. Everyone, like, everyone knows. And everybody remembers that. Oh, shit. So that's it, guys. That was Let good. us know. Comment. What's your favorite little scary horror thing? What's your relationship with Slenderman? I want to yeah, hear it. I want to hear. Write us at. Oh my god, we do have an email. <laughs> Did you send that up? Yeah, it's um the pop culture vultures pod at gmail.com. Write us, <laughs> guys. I want to honestly. Know if people send us thoughts. emails, I'd be so happy. All right. Now it's your turn. <laughs> Mine is a change of pace, bro. Mine I'm is ready. a change of pace. I'm ready for Should it. Should we... Do you think you know what mine is? Like, no, but I'm just going to guess it's music-related. Oh, then no. Is it not? I was going to do something music-related. Like, I was for sure, like, that's my shit, you know? Like, if we were going to do a wild card, I think next time I would do, like, a band I love. Like, I yeah. would do Pavement or something like that because yeah. it's so fun for me to do that research. And yeah. I already have, like, a surplus of knowledge on a lot of that. So I'm like... Wait, wait, wait. I, easy. Can I make another guess? We have to say it at the same time. Ready? Three, two, one. The, the cat. cat. <laughs>
I knew you were gonna do the cat in the hat. I was like, okay, if it's not music, it's the cat in the hat. Those are Tony's <laughs> two interests. <laughs> that's so bad that that's what I'm known oh by. Oh my god. This oh is my such, god. Okay, this is good because yours is lighter because mine was kind of heavy. Yeah, it was kind of heavy. Yeah. But here we go. Oh yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> oh yeah. Did that not sound just like the cat? Yeah, you're good at it. I've been practicing. All right. The Cat in the Hat is a 2003 <laughs> live action based off the 1957 Dr. Seuss book. Word. Um, it was written by Classic. Alex Berg, David Mandel, and Jeff Schaefer, who were all writers on Seinfeld. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. So, makes sense. It's all coming together. Sure. And directed by Bo Welsh. Okay, here's our cast. Mike Myers, King. King of 2000s comedy. Late oh, 90s, 2000s oh, comedy. seriously. He was slaying the game. Dude, Austin Powers. Austin Powers is so fucking I funny. Love we, a should bit re- of that. we should rewatch those. Those are oh actually Oh my god. Funny. Austin Powers. Wait, what, was so- part- <laughs> wait, what does he say? What does he say? He's like, I haven't seen it oh, so long. Oh, baby. Something <laughs> <laughs> like that. He's like, groovy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> groovy, baby. <laughs> It's so funny. So, yeah, Austin Powers. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Have you seen that? No. It's so funny. Let's have a Mike Myers night. I would love, you know, he's my guy. He's my guy. I know. Shrek, come on, dude. dude. Anything. He is my guy. He is the voice actor of our generation. Yeah, that, like, unlocked that for me. I was like, because I was, like, thinking about all the movies I like, and I was like, you know what? Mike Myers is really a common thread. <laughs> like, I just love him. <laughs> you need, like, a giant Mike Myers poster in <laughs> your room. We should hang him up on our wall. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, like, niche enough that, like, people would be like, who's that? And you'd be like, bitch, it's Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Like, if you don't know, get out. So, yeah, Mike Myers is the cat in the hat. <laughs> right. Um, I, they just call him Cat in the in the movie, so that's what I'll refer to him as. Shorten. <laughs> it's a name. <laughs> um, Spencer Breslin as Conrad. Um, fun fact, my car, my new car, is mm-hmm. named Conrad after Conrad from Cat in the Hat. Word. Um, Dakota Fanning as Sally, and Kelly Preston as Joan. Oh, and then Alec Baldwin as the mom's foul boyfriend, Larry. Oh, and Sean Hayes of Will and Grace. He plays Mr. Humberflug. Fired. Oh, that's him? That guy? Yeah, and the fish. He voices the fish. Oh, okay. But I didn't even connect to that with him. I was like, oh, duh. Like, that is so... Does the animation of the fish not kind of freak you out? Oh, it all freaks me out, but I love it. Okay. I love it all. All right. How is this... Of course. It's like... I'm not, like, denying the fact that this movie's fucked up and weird and creepy. (laughs) But it like it's most of the animation. Well, also the yeah, vibes generally. It's, yeah, the just, vibes. Just like generally the vibes are like the vibes just generally. really, like it's like being on an acid trip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's totally like an acid trip. Love, like everything's super bright. If I watched this on acid, I would be, I, like no, nothing imagine, would top that. Like I think I'd be at like my peak happiness. I think I'd freak out and have a meltdown. <laughs> I think I'd have a bad trip. There's two types of people. <laughs> it's me and everyone else. Okay. So, anyways. <laughs> Uh, a quick rundown of the plot of the movie. Quick yes. by meaning I'm going to go through the entire movie. All right. right. So the movie begins with Joan, the mother of two kids, Conrad and Sally, mm-hmm. um, who works a real estate job. And she has this super germaphobic boss, Mr. Humberflub. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Humberflub. Um, and Mr. Humberflub is making, not making Joan, but she basically has to do like a work party like and you know she like wants to please her boss so she's like i'm gonna have this really nice party like i'm gonna get like a raise like whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. but that means that she has to leave her kids home alone one afternoon Mm -hmm. so she hires the babysitter mrs kwan um hit the kwan oh my god (laughs) (laughs) okay so mrs kwan Mm -hmm. you're telling me you pay this woman (laughs) to sit on babies (laughs) i do it for free (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh I'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay collected. Um okay, and the basically the rule is that just she, Joan is like, just be good. I have to go to work, I have to run some errands. Right. Well I gotta do, keep the house clean, 
And then her dress is like out is like out and about for some reason. She's like, keep my dress clean. Like it's right. dry cleaned. I gotta look fucking fire tonight. Right. So she leaves the kids. So Mrs. Kwan falls asleep on the couch. The kids are bored, and then they hear a thud from upstairs. Naturally. And this is when I get excited while watching. <laughs> And this is when Tony tunes in. <laughs> this is when I, I'm jumping this is when Tony locks in. Like, yeah, she's like, yeah. oh, okay. I'm, like, already giddy. Like, I'm starting to laugh. I know what's coming. <laughs> they go upstairs, and I think they open the closet, and the cat in the hat is there. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. And, guys, if you haven't seen this movie, like, if you know, you know, but, like, the cat in the hat looks, like, really scary. Like, he's really fucking He's literally, disturbing. like, a full-grown man-sized cat mm-hmm. with, like, weird Grinch-type you know, yeah. Grinch live action, like, what is that? Prosthetics. Yeah. On his face. But, like, you know it's Mike Myers. You're oh, like, you can tell. You're like, that's Mike Myers. <laughs> it's behind right. that costume. It's literally so funny. Okay, basically, you know, they run around for a bit. They're fucking terrified. Who, would, who wouldn't be? And Naturally. the cat's just like, huh, what's going on, you know? Yeah. Um. Eventually, they, like, they he introduces himself. It's all fine and good. Right. And he t- tells the kids that he wants to teach them how to have fun for real with a little song. Oh. fun 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 that song bangs and you know it <laughs> i don't know if i know that yes you do you've seen you've seen this movie with me i never thought this song really bangs <laughs> <laughs> he's like fun 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 he really gets into it there's like a whole thing yeah. so um you know they're having some fun time after that musical number they jump on the couch for a while <laughs> and then sally gets the bright idea to make some cupcakes she's like i want to make some cupcakes for this party like i'm trying to help my mom out and the cat's like has he Word. explained himself yet? Like, why he's there? Like, Yeah, remember they signed... Is? Yeah, the song. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, the song explains And remember that he okay. has his lawyers come out and they sign the papers. Okay. It's like, all right, just there, there, like, done. Right. Because yeah. the point is, like, they're bored and, like, they need this guy to help them out. Yeah, and there's, like, the aspect of, like, the character development of, like, the kids and, like, all that stuff. But, like, right. You know, whatever. But, yeah, they're, like, <laughs> bored. It, it, you've read the cat in the hat, guys. <laughs> it's basically... <laughs> guys, that. read the cat in the hat. You fucking know why he's there. Anyways, um, so they go in... To the kitchen, and this is just where it gets so weird. Actually, it's been it's been weird already. They go in, yeah. and it's like a whole like scene that's like a spoof of a cooking show, and it's two oh, of the cat in yeah. the hat, <laughs> and one is like the normal cat in the hat, and the one is like the like host of the show. Yeah, and so they start whipping up these cupcakes with this like machine that he brings out, and he's like, "You can put anything in your kitchen in this, and I'll make cupcakes." And the guy's like, "Anything, anything." Do you remember that? Part? Yeah, I do. Regretfully. <laughs> Regretfully. <laughs> and he's, yeah. Anything. Anything. Anyways, they're making the cupcakes, but the thing explodes and makes a huge mess all over the house and the mm. mom's dress. Ugh. Honey, it was ruined when she bought it. And there's so many things from this movie that, like, my family quotes all the time. Like, we oh. say this shit all the time. I'm like, is that not normal? Like, do people not quote I don't think this movie? so. <laughs> like, that happened at the dinner table the other night. We were, like, out to dinner and, like, I don't even know what we were talking about, but then, like, Someone quoted Cat in the Hat, and I was like, this is why. This is why it's affected me so deeply. The source is the family, as always. Yeah. Parents are the source of all of our traumas, including Cat in the Hat. (laughs) Yeah. They showed me this, and they're the ones that are still (laughs) quoting it today, so it's not my fault. Okay, so the kids are starting to get, like, kind of pissed off at the cat. They're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you said this machine would work, and now we got purple shit all over our fucking house. Yeah. Why are the cupcakes purple? You fucked us over, I don't want to know. Yeah, he, the cat fucked him over. Mm-hmm. So he's like, don't worry, guys. He brings out this giant crate mm-hmm. and out pops some creepy-ass thing one and thing two. Us. Uh, us, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and they go around the clean of the whole place. It's like, woo, it's great. But then the cat explains that this crate is not any old crate. Mm-hmm. It's a trans-dimensional transportator. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Transportatable. Transportalator. Transdimensional. Transportalator. Right. Dr. Let's take this seriously. So basically, it's like a portal into like the cat in the hat Dr. Seuss world and like the human world. Yeah. Um, so Conrad being stupid takes the lock for some stupid, I don't know why he's like, let me take this lock off. Like, it's like a cool lock being a stupid 12 year old kid. Yeah. And it like launches off and it it attaches to the collar of the dog Nevins. (laughs) (laughs) When I get a dog, I'm naming it Nevins. (laughs) I just want everyone to know. Where do they come up with Nevins? (laughs) What? That's the funniest like, name for a dog. Nevins. Nevins. Yeah, that's Nevins. what we're. That's his name. <laughs> okay, so Nevins runs out of the house, and the kids and the cat chase after him, where they stumble upon the neighbor's house, where one of Sally's classmates is having a birthday party. Yeah. Um, more great quotes coming to this part. <laughs> Yay! The cat stumbles across a hoe, a gardening hoe. Yeah. And that's what that's the one my, my family always says. They're like the dirty hoe, and he goes, "I'm sorry, baby, I love you." <laughs> It's so funny. Um, okay, and then they he finds himself in the position of being the the party's pinata. A whole lot of shit's going on. <laughs> like it's really you at this point in the movie, you're like, is this real life? You, like, you have to suspend disbelief completely. <laughs> and like I know that like that is like part of watching like a kids animated movie. But this is another. But this world. is another level. Like this is like, like this is psychedelic in a way. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like oh okay, I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I just have to accept the fact that I'm tripping now. Like they I think that's why I think that's drugs. why it's unnerving a little bit. It's like it doesn't feel because you're like I didn't take any like like substances. I thought like did someone slip something in my drink? Like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> did someone slip? Did Tony drug all of us? What is happening? <laughs> anyway, so the dog gets away, um, and they like have to chase him through. Well. Larry, the boyfriend, picks up the dog and he's like, I'm going to rat on these fucking kids. Because there's a whole <laughs> subplot where, like, basically that he's, like, evil. He's out to, like, get Conrad in military school so that he can, like, marry the mom and right. all this weird shit. Anyways, Agreed. so Larry gets the dog and he's going to go to Joan's work to be like, your kids are on some shit. The dog mm-hmm. is out. What's up? Like, yeah. rat them out. Um, So they go into the Cat in the Hat's cool little car. They go downtown. <laughs> um, And to get the dog away from Larry... The cat in the hat. This plot is so crazy. The cat in the hat dresses up as some like liberal looking hippie. Oh yeah. Does he have like, like dreadlocks? Yeah, he has like dreadlocks. Maybe oh. a little racially insensitive. Yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, can you sign this petition to save the Z- Zamumaroos or like some weird made up, you know, Dr. Seuss yeah. word? Yeah. And then the guy's like, yeah, uh, yeah, can you hold my... Well, he's like, oh, but all I have is this big pen that requires two hands to sign. <laughs> and he's like, fucking, okay, whatever. And he's like, can you hold my dog, though? And he's like, well, I have a problem with the word dog. I find it really... No, that's what we always quote that, too. He's like, I find it really, really wrong. <laughs> this is like um, the whole monologue. He's like, he's like, I have a problem with the word dog. I don't use the D word, per se. I find it really, really wrong. <laughs> So, anyways, that Cat in the Hat funny. is holding the dog. They get the dog. Right. And so now they have to get back home. And every every turn of this movie is insane. It's <laughs> It really is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. the most... Who... Th- geniuses. It's the ride of your life. It really is. So, they go through this underground way where there's, like, you know, to get back home, like, this underground tunnel, I guess, that, like, yeah. the Cat in the Hat knows about. And there's, like, these, this, like cat in the hat rave going on you remember that <laughs> yeah there's like a whole rave like party going on and they're like yeah but like they have to like navigate their way through eventually they get home and they find that the house the crate has like fully burst open because the lock hasn't been on it for so long yeah and it's like some fucked 
crazy world like they open the house and it's just like some everything is fucked up in there yeah, and it's the like animation insane. is <laughs> as early 2000s as you can imagine guys. it's so funny it's so good so yeah it's just like fuck shit crazy colors weird shapes and shit floating around mm-hmm. you whatever um so they finally get it all back and collected in like the universe back into the crate lock it up but the house is left like completely destroyed collapsing falling apart pipes bursting <sighs> shit like that and the kids are like pissed off they're like they're like what are we gonna they're like stressed what are we gonna do our mom's gonna kill us what the fuck like why this so the kids are like what the fuck what the fuck and the cat reveals that he had like planned this whole day uh-huh. and that the chaos was really his fault and they're right. they are done they're like fuck you cat get out of our get out of our fucking falling apart house seriously and he's like okay and he saunters off in a way you know it's like the end of their friendship it's he really does saunter doesn't he he saunters off yeah (laughs) he's sad but as the kids are trying to figure out what are we gonna do uh mom's gonna be so mad all this shit then the Mm -hmm. cat cat, he busts back in with his fancy little device cleans up the entire house fixes it and everything is back to normal the mom has an amazing party. She gets her raise or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Hubberfloob is happy. <laughs> the kids have some character development. Yeah. And cat the ends with Cat in the Hat and Thing One t- Thing Two, walking off into the sunset. <sighs> yeah, and that's the end of Cat in the Hat. <sighs> what a great movie. Honestly, the the way you recounted it, I was like, okay, it is funny. It like, is funny. It's funny. I don't find it as funny as like shrek 2 or some other ones but i but i can respect I, it i literally think it's the funniest movie ever like i literally think it's that funny like wow. like i would like when they put it on netflix i'd be like scrolling through netflix and it would come up as you know it starts to play like the trailer or whatever your jaw i dropped. would be cracking up like i'm a grown-ass adult and i would be like cracking <laughs> up like oh my god so it's just like so unhinged like and i can really respect that like it's very wacky like me just like reading through the plot i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah. and there's so many things that i didn't even mention that like happened it's just like so fucking bizarre like what the fuck is wacky wacky so here's some fun facts okay this was the second and last ever live action adaptation of a dr seuss film with the grinch being the first jim carrey also, also amazing. A classic. like what i was gonna say like mike myers and jim carrey are quite similar in my world that. like okay. they both fuck all you people who say oh the grinch is so good the grinch is so funny you don't like the cat in the hat shut the fuck up yeah. I think because people just kind of like the Grinch has more of like a nostalgia to it because it's like yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I get. But um, whereas like the cat in the hat is like its weird cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like I'm the weird cousin in any situation. So yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, it was the last one made because the producers like had planned for a sequel, Cat in the Hat too. Oh, you would have died. <laughs> I would have literally lost it. But Audrey Geisel, who is Dr. Seuss's widowed wife was so appalled by the movie that she rejected any future live-action adaptation. Oh. So, like, none. Like, oh. they couldn't do any live-action because she was like, this shit is busted. Like, she, she was like, was... y'all tarnished the reputation of Dr. fucking Seuss yeah. with this shit. Well, he didn't need this to tarnish his reputation. Oh, yeah, he already sucked, you're right. Yeah, I remember that. But mm. she did die in 2018, so I think the people in Where's charge of... Where's the sequel? I think the people in charge of his estate now should reconsider, right? You know? Put some respect on the Cat in the Hat live-action remake. Thank you. Would ya? Thank you. I'm so glad to have a supporter now in you. Like, I'm not, like, at your level of appreciation, no, but, but I'm I can glad respect you under- it. Thank you. Yeah. Everyone fucking shits on me. You know how many years? I know. You get chat on for that opinion. Like, you get chat on. <laughs> but it's, I'm like, guys, literally watch it. It's hilarious. Like, come on. Um, okay, Mike Myers. This is sad to hear. He was allegedly super difficult to work on work with on the set oh no um he like spoke to very little people on set except <sighs> the director he had like tents around his um trailer he like didn't want people seeing him 
but it came out and there was like this huge like suing war about his like contract and stuff with the studio so I don't know. And, oh, according to Brian Grazer, who was the producer on the film, both Mike Myers and Alec Baldwin regretted starring in the movie since its first <gasps> screening. No. Which makes me sad because I like, I'm like, I, I just like block that out because I'm like. They must have just thought it was trash. Yeah, I guess. But like, this is like my favorite movie. That also makes me sad about, I thought Mike Myers was just was such a slay and now you're telling me he was rude on set. I know. We were, you were just talking about what a slay he is. <laughs> I didn't know. Sorry you were... to break it to you. So, yeah, that's kind of sad, but I, like, try not to... I'm, I'm just going to pretend I didn't read yeah. it, you know? But it, the world needs to know the right. facts. I'm here to report the facts, okay? Yeah, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and that's the journalist's And that's life. the bane of journalism. <laughs> <laughs> this journalism right here. This, this hard-hitting journalism <laughs> we're doing right now. <laughs> hard-hitting, yeah. Um, okay, so for Cat, Mike Myers was inspired by the cartoon Top Cat, by Bugs Bunny and the lion in The Wizard of Oz, which you can definitely see translated. You know oh, what I mean? Like, it's kind of yeah. that vibe. You're like, like, yes. like silly cats. Yeah, silly cats. <laughs> um, the downtown areas were shot and filmed along a street in Pomona, California, and the community decided not to redecorate after filming. So a lot of, like, the bright colors and surreal paints, the paint scheme can still be seen today. Uh, oh, my like, God. Like, although it's been, you know, it's been 20 years. Yeah. Wow. 20 I years. I just had a realization of how old we are. <laughs> like, 20, 20 years. That's 2003. Wow. That's earlier than I thought. I know. Makes sense for its <laughs> CGI. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fucked. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that's, like, still there, and you can go, I, like, really want to go and, like, check it out Dude, now. Yes. Um, okay, the writing trio on the movie, the ones from Seinfeld, actually did help write some of the jokes in The Grinch initially, oh. but the team didn't like how adult and, like, raunchy they were, so they just, you know, recycled a bunch of the ones and repurposed the ones that they had oh. for The Grinch to put in The Cat in the Hat. So okay. a lot of them were, like, already, like, written out, and they just, like, plopped them into The Cat in the Hat, ah. which is why, like, there's so, there's so many quotable things because it's just, like, random fucking shit like that, like, just yeah. so random. But yeah, they use that. I love that raunchy humor, like that. It's so good. Where like that's also how it is with SpongeBob, like just funny. I know that's why Cat in the Hat is so yeah. good. And no one like, guys, open your minds and your heart to the Cat in the Hat live action movie. Like if you can, if you like SpongeBob, then like you should be able to at least respect Cat in the Hat. Exactly. To a degree. Like I seriously don't understand why people hate it so much. Like I'm being genuine. I'm like this is funny. Like people love Shrek. Right. What the fuck, dude? I don't know. What is it about Cat in the Head that you, like, yeah. hate when it's, like, so similar to Shrek? That's interesting. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Serious fucking talk. Like, let me ponder. <laughs> let me ponder that. Do you know what I mean, though? What is it about the Cat in the Head that Like, it hate? is creepy weird. It's creepy weird. Like, are people really that, like, put off by, like, cre- weird shit like that? I don't know. I feel like people think it's, like, tasteless. Well, like, Shrek <laughs> is, like, not as tasteless. Well. But why? I'm asking the like big that, questions. Like, like, that's what I don't know. Is like, why? why? You know? Guys, let's know. <laughs> Drop Write us, us in. <laughs> Drop us an email. We want to know the your opinions. The pop culture vultures pod at gmail.com. Yeah. These are the real questions. Um, apparently, the cat suit was made with... Okay, a lot of this I got from IMDb, too. So, like, take it with a grain of salt. Because I know people, like, write into that. I don't know how they regulate it. Mm-hmm. I don't know but the ins and outs of IMDb. Okay. Um, but the cat suit was made from real fur from Angora cats. Oh. And also human hair <gasps> ew i would hate wearing that ew. and it would take mike myers like hours to get ready and hours to get it all off dude oh imagine putting that on every day and it because it was so hot they had like internal like fans and stuff <gasps> in the actual suit that would like cool him off like especially for the That's outside horrible. outdoor scenes because it was in california where they were filming oh so all the scenes outside he was like sweating his dick off <laughs> dude that's horrible yeah 
My dick blew up. <laughs> I think it was like that for Gr- the Grinch, too, but I feel like, honestly, the cat in the hat has more shit on him. Than yeah, the more fur and stuff. Because the, the Grinch is basically naked. You guys ever think about that? <laughs> I think about that. He's I basically mean, the cat in the hat naked. is also naked, but he's a cat. Oh, right. With a hat. With a hat. <laughs> well, he has his hat, so. And a bow tie, so he's, he's yeah. basically, basically not naked. dressed. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, in the late 80s, Dr. Seuss expressed interest in getting the Cat in the Hat turned into a movie. So this was, he wanted the live action to happen, and the people that he had in mind for the role, Robin Williams, <gasps> Steve Martin. Oh my god. John Candy, Eddie Murphy, and Jack Nicholson. Think about that. Jack that's Nicholson? horror. <laughs> that is horror. That's like, horror. Like, if he was in, like, that's like, Imagine not even okay. he's like, honey, it was ruined when she bought it. <laughs> He's like, I'll get you, and I'll make it look like a bloody accident. <laughs> and be like, okay. That's like, like that. they could not do that after The Shining. Like, no, no way could they guess. No way that. that his eyebrows like. But all the other ones oh. make sense, right? Of oh, totally. like that, like Mike Myers fits into that, like canon. You know what I mean? For like, sure. come on. So I don't know why his bitch ass wife was so fucking up in arms about it. Then the role actually, when they did start filming, the role went to Tim Allen, hmm. which like was lame. That? You know, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa yeah, Claus. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was filming the Santa Claus two at the time, so then the part went to Myers. Ah. Uh, so those are all my. Those are actually all my fun facts. I hit them I'm, all. That's great. So I was gonna talk a little bit about Dr. Seuss, but what do you think? I don't think we need to get into all of that. Dude, I feel like we. I feel like this was kind of like a pointless little. I think because yours was so informative, I was like, mine's not informative at all. Like this is just for me to like talk about Cat in the Hat. <laughs> yes, but it was fun. <laughs> and laugh. It know? was a good. But I think because yours part. was like a little bit more like introspective they balance each other and out. like cerebral it was like okay i don't yeah, need to get into no i was feeling academic like just that. know that oh dr yes. seuss has had i mean there's been so many movies too you know the lorax oh, yeah. Here's a who the grinch like Tons great of adaptations seuss. all yeah. of them have been good in my opinion mm-hmm. um and he's like gone on to win like pulitzer prizes like all this stuff in recent years it has like come out with which i think this is really good that like scholars have gone back to children's books which they did with, like, Disney and, like, old cartoons like that. Like, now if you go onto um, Disney Plus and you watch Fantasia, there's, mm. like, a little blurb at the beginning saying, like, there's character caricatures in this that are, you know, harmful to oh, different yeah. um, identities and blah, 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 blah. Like, just be warned about that and that, like, we don't align ourselves with those values and ideas now as a company. Oh, which is, like, I didn't know they kind did that. of good. Yeah, and, like, that's kind of what people, like, scholars and librarians and publishers are doing now with Dr. Seuss books because there's some that have been problematic – and all this shit. And so people are kind of going back and like reevaluating. Because he was that. like a racist, right? Yeah, he was racist. He was yeah. super racist. So similar to H.P. Lovecraft in the way that like Dude. we can take the positives from it. The positive being Cat in the Hat live action movie. And we can recognize all the negative stuff and right. learn not to, you know, carry that forward in future right. generations. Yep. Period. Still recognize. So watch the Cat in the Hat and fuck the books <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> fuck reading so no. never read another dr seuss book but, but watch the cat in the hat just kidding no do read well there's actually some like not all the dr seuss books there's been six that they have like stopped publishing on like the publishers were like <gasps> wow. his estate his actual estate was like we are discontinuing these titles <gasps> like they have horrible no like harmful. Way. and one i remember i had as a kid the one um if i ran the zoo did you have that I don't think so. I had that one. I remember as a kid, and they discontinued that. Period. And all I have to say is, yeah, I love Cat in the Hat. So, watch well, it. you Open made your, your truth known, and yeah. you, like I, I respect it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I was able to at least come up here. I, like I said, I did have some inform- more information on Dr. Seuss. We could get into that in another time. 
But I think yeah. all, all I really needed to come here today was to enlighten everyone on how fun and just impressive of a film that cat and, and to is. publicly come out as a cat in the hat like diehard supporter and yeah lover. like if you know me personally you know this but now this is on the inter- internet like cemented for all eternity like this is my legacy <laughs> if, you don't know, if you don't know tony for anything else know that she will die on the hill for the cat in the hat live action so yeah that's all Hope you guys enjoyed this wild yeah. card episode. This was a wild card, bro. I want to do more of these. We covered like so much so ground. fun. There's something really fun about like not knowing what we're yeah. going to talk about. I kind of like that. I like that, I too. I think we should do these more. If I you agree. guys write us in. <laughs> write us in. Hit our line. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. We'll do more of yes. these in the future. We liked them, so even if you didn't like this. You got the seriousness, sorry. and then you got, you got, like, the deep, the deep, analysis yeah of our culture mm-hmm. of our current culture and then you got some light-hearted like light-hearted appreciation fun. for a fr- appreciation for our culture yeah because that is part of our culture <laughs> that's part of my culture well, of, of tony's culture <laughs> we delved today into tony's <laughs> culture so like that's really important it's like white people don't have culture um um tony <laughs> i got the cat in the hat live action <laughs> okay, we, okay. Need to, we need to end this. All right. We love you guys. Love Thanks you guys. for listening. Hope you had as fun as we did today. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the flippity fly next time. All right. Bye. Bye.